0: Recently, I found out about a job title that I didn't even know existed, a food lobbyist. I was listening to Mark Harmon's book, The Food Fix, and it seems that a food lobbyist is a person who is paid by food companies to present to government and anyone who's opposing the food company's food, why that food should be allowed to be sold, why the ingredients of that food shouldn't be changed, and why they should consider something healthy that maybe the scientists are saying is not healthy. This is all in an effort to make sure that the food companies can continue to sell us products that are unhealthy. Hello auditorios, welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet, your Keto Psychologist. I make these videos because in order to have that overall sense of well-being, our mental health and physical health need to be working well together if this is something that you're working on subscribe because I make new videos every week so we trust our government to determine what is healthy for us to eat we have the food guide and we trust our government to keep companies in check when it comes to what they're allowed to feed us most of us don't have chemistry degrees and so and even if we have a chemistry degree Most of us don't have access to exactly what's going into the food because we don't see anything other than the ingredient list that companies show us. And even that ingredient list is written in a way to protect their proprietary recipe, more so than giving us quality information about what's in the food. So it was really surprising to me to learn that there's a job where a person is paid To present the government with arguments and reasons why certain foods that scientists have found to be dangerous to our health should still be sold in stores and marketed to us as if they're healthy. And so while I was reading this book, I started to see a pattern to what Mark was saying, and it led me down a specific path that I have heard before. So, right now, I just want to walk you through what this book has got me thinking about lobbyists and their engagement with our government about the food that is going to be sold in stores to us as healthy. So for everybody who's new here and is unaware of the lean of this channel, I'm going to be very transparent. This is a channel where I talk about psychology and I talk about the ketogenic lifestyle because I feel like if your mental health is going well and your body is going well, you're going to be able to have that happy life. I'm going to be looking at this from two perspectives, but my, my basic lean is I don't want people to have metabolic issues. I want people to be healthy. So I'm starting off with this piece of information. In the world, in 2019, 1.9 million people who passed away had the reason of diabetes listed as what caused their death. In North America and the Caribbean, 132,700 people who passed away had diabetes written as the reason for their death. In the United States, 85,000 people who passed away had diabetes written as the reason of their death. These numbers are not including the people who died from complications of diabetes. First of all, those are huge numbers. The population of North America And the Caribbean is 579 million people. And the United States population is 328.2 million people. So as I was reading The Food Fix, Mark Hyman's book, what was standing out to me was how much money companies were willing to pay to block the government from passing laws, creating bills, funding research, doing things that would protect consumers from eating products that were going to be harmful to their health. We would think that the government has a very large motivation to keep its citizens healthy because if your health is in decline, then it costs the government money to uh, keep you alive, right? To, To keep you healthy, to keep like medication, et cetera. So the government tries to pass laws and legislation, et cetera, to keep us healthy. So it becomes very tricky when we're trying to understand the amount of money that food companies are actually paying to block the government from putting these laws in place. Because as Mark was going through the list, you hear like maybe 50,000 here to this researcher or 100,000 here to this prominent so-and-so. And then you have the lobbyists that they're paying. So the actual professionals who's going for. And then on top of that, you have that sometimes what look like grassroots, um, Interventions from us, so the public, is actually funded by a big company. What I understood from reading the book is that we were able to find that anywhere from 50000 to an individual, upwards of $24 million to lobbyist professionals that they're paying, and then there's all of this sneaky stuff happening behind the scenes that we don't know. He implies that there might be government officials that are being bribed and universities that are being bribed and researchers are being bribed. So there's the above board and then there's the behind the scenes. I decided with this information to just put a big number on it. Then we can start working our way backwards to see what does this mean for the individuals. So what does this mean for Violet? And just looking at all the numbers that Mark was talking about and then saying what about the behind the scenes? I came to say what if we said that $1 billion per year is being spent to block Americans from knowing that a lot of the things that they're eating are dangerous. And I, again, I usually talk about sugar, but in the book, Mark was talking about carcinogenic, so cancer producing substances being used to make food for us, for human consumption. He was talking about the fact that in North America, we are still allowed to put things in our food that they've already banned in Europe. So I'm saying, if we say that the food companies are spending about a billion dollars to block us from knowing this information, to block the government from stopping this practice from happening, 1 billion divided by 85,000 means that to big food, someone dying of diabetes, so my life, is only worth about $11,764.71. That's not a lot of money. I mean, it's a lot of money to some people, but like, sincerely, it's not a lot of money. Like the average person, the average young person who gets their first job could possibly make $11,000 in a year. And that's how much big food spent last year. When you look at the fact that those foods lead to diabetes, lead to these people's deaths, and they're pushing for these foods to still be there as horrible as that number is. We need to keep in mind that that number is specifically to fight against the government stepping in and saying that these foods that are killing people, we need to stop selling. And the company saying, no, no, we want to keep selling them. And we want to keep selling them the way that we've been making them with carcinogenic chemicals. That's the part that caught my attention when I was going through the book. Carcinogenic chemicals. There are things that are being put in our food. One of them that he named is something that's used to make gasoline. And the other book that I read from him last year, um, Food What the Heck Should I Eat? He talked about sawdust being in our food. Like these are things that we would not knowingly eat, but they're in there and the government is being fought to allow them to be in there. That's what food companies are spending 11000 per person who died from this stuff every year to keep the right to keep feeding these things to us. That's what's happening. But they also spend money advertising these things to us, which I'm going to, I'm not even going to touch that, but just point it out. That's not all they're spending. Now, the byproduct of the government allowing lobbyists to turn around and say that their convincing words is more important than what the scientists are showing is that these foods are then marketed to us as if they're healthy for us to eat and i want to be clear on this it's like soda juice cereal these things are marketed like if they're healthy for us to eat and so when we think something's healthy for us to eat what do we normally do as adults as parents, well then we allow our kids to eat them. It's very clear to us that alcohol is not marketed as something that's healthy for us to eat. It's aimed at an adult market. It's aimed at people with warnings on it that you shouldn't overdo it. And if you do indulge, you're not allowed to use any heavy machinery. Like it, there's there's warnings, clear warnings around the legalities and the safeness of alcohol. And so we don't allow our children to engage alcohol because we know it's not healthy, right? We do it at our own risk. We don't stop our kids from eating cereal or oatmeal or granola bars or cookies. We don't stop our children from eating things that I'm learning today actually have things in them that are not healthy. Oh, and and by the way, when I say our children, I'm talking about our babies too, right? Like there are baby versions of these, those teething cookies, Um, there are baby versions of these foods, uh, the oatmeal that you feed your baby, all of these processed foods that don't give us a full ingredient list with percentages and et cetera, because they need to protect their recipe. So if we look at the fact that in reality, we all eat the food, even our children, then they're fighting for the right to continue to sell these foods for all of us to consume. And in that case, it's 1 billion divided by 328.2 million, which brings their cost per person significantly down because now it's costing them $3.05. To be able to continue to sell unhealthy, dangerous garbage food to us, that's going to eventually kill us. Eventually, right? Because now they're talking about the world. We're not all going to die this year from diabetes or complications of diabetes or metabolic issues or carcinogenic related issues from eating this food. And the question becomes, why would a food company want to do this? Why would they fight so hard to feed us this stuff rather than improve the formula of the food and feed us healthy food that's going to be positive for us? Well, I mean, my first thought is in order to feed us healthy food, that's going to be good for us and not harm us, it's probably gonna cost them more. They'd have to use better ingredients. They'd have to stop using the ingredients that they're using right now, but then we would eat healthy food. Is it worth it to them? Well, let's do a little bit more math because I actually think it's interesting what happens here. If we take the assumption that the people who buy the food, and I'm gonna just talk about half the population, right? Because I'm gonna take away the children and I'm even taking away the younger teens who could go to the store, but I'm not counting them in this. If we just talk about the adults of the world and I, of, of the United States, and I say half of them are the ones that are making the food purchases for the household. And I said, even if the half of them, if they spend $10 a year on these processed foods that the food company is trying to get us to buy, what happens for the food company? If 164.1 million people spend $10 a year they still make $1,641,000,000. Now re- keep it in mind that if I spent a billion, I've already made 641000000 in profit just by the fact that $10 right per person. But what's the chance that you're actually only going to spend $10 per year on the foods that they're pushing? Okay, well, let's look at that. If I'm talking just about myself, I used to buy breakfast cereal, soda, Snack bars, waffles, cookies, chocolate, chocolate mix for making uh, hot chocolate, Uh, crackers, candies, juice. And if I were to put on that list a $10, $20, or $30 per item for how much I, I was actually buying back then, conservatively, I was up to about $140 in those foods that I was buying every month. Not once a year every month if that's what i was spending per month on those things that means per year i was giving the food companies one thousand six hundred and eighty dollars conservatively because i think it was much more than that for these foods that were causing all of my health problems and creating health problems in my daughter that I didn't know about, creating health problems in the boys that I didn't know about, creating health problems in Patrick that I didn't know about, still creating health problems in multiple members of my family. Do we start to understand why the food companies would be willing to spend the $3.05 per person in the United States to keep feeding us these carby, garbagey foods? Let's imagine. How many people would they actually need to purchase, like me, to make back their million dollars. well, guess what? They only need 595,238 people like me. So 600,000 people buying their garbagey foods gives them back their million do- sorry, billion dollars that they spent to get me to buy the garbagey foods. And we do it because these are the foods that we've been told are healthy. So there are breakfast, there are snacks during the day, Sometimes they're even our meals in the evening. If you're buying waffles, that could be your lunch. It could be your supper, right? Chicken and waffles. I hear that is something that people eat in the U.S. all the time. We are allowing ourselves to eat garbage. That's killing us. If I only need 600,000 people to make that billion dollars back, what happens to the other 164.1 million people who are also going to buy these cards. Are you seeing the numbers and how it's like if they even just spend $10 a year, like I said earlier, how much money is a food company actually profiting on this? And we're not spending just $10 a year on this stuff. The food companies are making so much money, A, by using low quality ingredients that doesn't match what we're trying to get out of it because we are the consumers we are trying to be healthy we are trying to feel good we are trying to be strong and they're feeding us things that are not helping in that process at all and if it's not helping us to feel strong what happens you need to check out mark's book it's linked in the description below because it's mind-blowing to me that i was unaware that there was such a thing as a lobbyist who i mean I know I should probably have known that, but I didn't know because it doesn't make sense to me that somebody would fight against feeding us food that would be healthy, that they would actually have the job of feeding other humans garbage. You want this to stop? You need to vote with your dollars. Don't buy this garbage food. Buy healthy things. We need to start buying only products that we can read and understand every single ingredient on the label. Buy whole foods. Wellness Warriors, I'm always happy that you come by and watch these videos. I want to thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I cannot wait to talk to you guys again next week. Buy whole foods. Share this video. Improve your health. You can do it.